Hello, beautiful people. How your spirit doing? Welcome back to another episode of Peace Talk Podcast, where now the podcast has probably just evolved into me talking to dope ass people and people from either my childhood, like like this guest today, uh, best friends, uh, frenemies. I don't think I've I don't think I've had anybody on that I. There's one person that, if you've been listening, there is at least one person that I have had on as a guest that I don't fuck with like that that. But uh, still, this, it's all love. This person oh. is a huge chapter of of my life, from you know just just the the, the adolescence, the growing up, the growing uh, from Detroit to Minnesota, like that. That to me was an insanely important chapter or chapters of of the Dalen book, um, and and then there's some before uh, and after, but. When I look at where I am now, Minnesota was like a very defining point. Today, I have one who goes by many names. I guess I just learned this. He is you are like a rapper or an R and B artist. I guess would be more fitting. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> uh, but we we have uh, made uh, rap songs and songs. Oh, like shit. We- I forgot about that. <laughs> no. I was thinking about that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we was we was writing raps, nigga. Like it was Okay, like, skip in school, had in the basement and stuff. <laughs> Here's what happened in Detroit. Oh um, in the two thousands. When Eminem dropped eight mile, he was like, anybody can rap. Like it can be you. And we we took the baton and we ran with it. So Yes. Yes. Uh, we did. That's the longest uh intro i think i've i've done uh introducing someone for for the most part but deontay parker i have one and i'm gonna let you go ahead and introduce yourself because i can't introduce you better than you can introduce yourself interesting um so <laughs> uh i don't know what else to say i mean how do you follow that up uh <laughs> i am deontay parker also known as Dion. to a lot of people chance to some um Destiny to some. It just depends on what realm or what. <laughs> that sounds what like a life. sex name. Dest- what te- destiny? So yeah. You so destiny. Well, you gotta realize I, I, I wear many different hats <laughs> and wigs. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll let you keep going. <laughs> I would be many different hats. I don't know if I'm gonna call you Destiny. I don't know if I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Uh, you probably never would meet her unless you came to a show. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, the only time I, I really respond to that name now is if I am in drag. And after what? Seven, eight years? I finally got back to it. I retired from it. And so now I'm back doing it. And now I'm booked and busy um, with that. So... Uh yeah, that's a, you know, probably something we can talk about later. Yeah, I think we should definitely start anywhere else. I don't know why we would start anywhere else. Tell but, me what size I don't know. you wear. No. So so I guess my, my, my two questions would be one, how does one retire from that business? Or is it like I'm I'm not gonna do this anymore? It's like a like a, it's more a sabbatical? So, kinda. It's it more so is just like, you know, um it really depends on you. You know, some people, you know, I know are, you know, 67 years old, still doing it, still kicking it. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I never wanted to be like the 40-year-old drag queen. <laughs> I never wanted that. Um, but I made legendary status um, in less than seven years. 
So when I decided to sit down, I sat down with a, so you know, a substantial name for myself. Where let it ride out. You know, there's YouTube videos. There's you know, not many states that I haven't gone to and performed in. Um, so I've had a chance to perform in Vegas as Fantasia, and I passed up on it. <laughs> So yeah, I, I definitely have I have more Lots things that questions. I want to know. One, where are these videos? I like to see them because I have not seen them ever before. You, like, really? So what, you what never name, did. What name? What name are you, do you go by when you do drag? So my drag name is Destiny Delmonico. Uh, like the steak. <laughs> and um, um, but yeah. And, and when did you? There's dis- a Facebook page and everything. When did you discover this passion for drag? Like, wh- like is that like, hey, I want to try that, or so, like, that's something you've always wanted to? Not at all. Okay. Uh, not at all. I never had a desire to dress up in women's clothes and parade myself around. Never. Be- be- and I say that because every, I can't say every, but I, I, I would be surprised if there's not a statistic out there that says like ninety to ninety-five percent of boys, young boys, have at one point in their life. Slipped in their mom's high heels, or, or their grandma's, tossed on, yeah, tossed on their mom's bra, or 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 tried makeup, or ju- just just like, and maybe it's a curiosity thing. But yeah, so for you, what was what was what was your case? So what got me into, I guess, the drag thing? Um, I was stripping at the time at a club. Okay, <laughs> okay. so <laughs> you guys know what our second topic is going to be now. <laughs> There's a lot you've you've missed out on, Dave. <laughs> fuck, fuck, um, fuck this list that I prepared. I want to. We're going from drag to so. <laughs> yes, I was stripping um, at a nightclub in Detroit. Um, <laughs> it's weird. Was it showing your um, dick, or was it just like was it like covered up? So actually, uh, I only got full Monty twice in the whole time that I was dancing. Once was my birthday. I got really fucking drunk and decided, <laughs> <laughs> woo, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> and the other time, my actual G string actually broke <laughs> while I was doing a pole trick. So I was up on the pole, and when I came down, I was completely asshole naked. Uh, <laughs> so yes, yeah. this, this is probably my favorite episode of the podcast. Probably, <laughs> but um, G strings. Uh, snap! <laughs> it snapped. I was doing a pole trick and went up and came down, asshole naked. Um, <laughs> okay, no, but no. put a pin in it to drag. The passion came from. No, I'm getting ready to go back to that. Okay. So, um, so uh, the guy who I was dating at the time, um, we had a house, we had a couple cars, we just kind of went into like a situation of like a financial hardship kind of spot for a moment so there was a competition that was like paying like what two grand if you want and i'm like i really can do it and he was like you're not fucking dressing up in no girl's clothes so uh shanora was living with me at the time <laughs> so one of he, our best friends and she yeah. was also one of the family friendly episodes okay the very christian version of, yeah. of certain i'm, I'm sure <laughs> uh, but um she had like some hair and like a little bit of makeup whatever so while he was at work um she kind of did me up like just before he got home 
And so he got home. She had like set up the dining room as like a little like stage area with a chair and stuff, so he could just sit down. And I did uh, I basically did Tamia a Tamia song. Um, and he sat there in a the chair and watched the whole thing. Said nothing. And he was like, "Well, if you're gonna do this." I have to make sure you look right and everything has to be done a certain way. I knew I could do it because I look like my mom, you know? <laughs> so I knew I could get away with it. I knew I could get away with it. But, um, so yeah, I did it initially to do a competition. When I did the competition, um, I was actually the last person to actually win the competition. Um, and uh, the first person to ever get put on a Sunday night show that had never competed in a pageant. So I kind of set myself up to kind of be in a legendary state as it was already because that was unheard of for um, performing on like April summer stage. Um, do look her up as like a really big name. Um, so I kind of set myself up to be in a, you know, on a platform already. So um, the bar manager at that particular club basically told me um, she couldn't see me stripping no more. I did drag too well, and she enjoyed it too much. So she said, "Yeah, no, you're you're not stripping no more. You're doing that." Which honestly, it it paid a lot more. So I was definitely okay with that. And um, my my ex um, now. Uh, was definitely fine with that after seeing me perform and what I did, and yeah, it just kind of took off from there. So, okay, it, it, it almost sounds like a, a Hollywood, you know, <laughs> like rise to fame story where you're like, I'm just gonna, like small town, I'm just gonna do the competition, and then you win, and you're like, it's like Honey or or any of the other fucking yeah, like, yeah. that came out uh, in the late nineties <laughs> and early two thousands. It really is now that you say that. Like I never <laughs> thought of it in that light, but yeah, I guess so. You can do it, and then you fight. This is great. <laughs> so, um, so you said you took some time, and and now you're going to get back into it. What what was I have already started back into it. Um, so I had left the stage altogether for seven, like seven, eight years, and then when I returned back, I actually started performing um, as a male. You know, lip syncing basically. Um, sometimes I would sing live. Where was um, the dick? Was the dick out or no, no, no? <laughs> <laughs> those those things died in the twenty. This is important. I'm asking <laughs> questions that people want to know. <laughs> no, I, 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 I stopped doing all of that um, unless I'm just out in the club drunk and I just want to, you know, give a show. But so, that's so what, what name did you go by then? So when I start performing as a guy on stage, that's where Chance came into play. Got it. Okay, boom. <laughs> that's where dots, Chance came sure into play. Everybody yes. follows. Got it. That's where Chance came into play. So my, you know, my name was Chance Delmonico. It still is. Um, I still every now and again, you know, perform as a guy, I guess. But now the club that I kind of I host at on Thursday nights. Um, yeah, they 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 don't want to see they don't want to see chance. They want to see destiny. So yeah, I I never should have got back in it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was gonna happen. It happened. So yeah, but I'm not complaining. It's been um, very lucrative, I must say. Uh, returning back, I've already performed back in Detroit. I've got a couple bookings coming up back in Detroit. Um, 
got a few and a few other states just kind of working out the logistics with how that's going to work out. But um, yeah, I'm pretty booked and busy. So, oh, congratulations! I think that's um fucking dope. Um, I don't know if you spoke to it, but where where does the passion come from 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 doing it? Because did you ever kind of complete the circle of you, you kind of talked about how you got into it, but the 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 why. The why it was really just it was financially driven. Um, and then as I continued to do it and build a name for myself, um, it became more like the entertainment value. But it was mm-hmm. an outlet. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you get on stage and it's just a way to kind of release, mm-hmm. you know, things. And for me, I can get up there and perform a song and I might be going through something and I relate to it. <clears throat> And for that's kind of what got me my notoriety, in all honesty. Um, I went through a very bad relationship <laughs> after, you know, that because uh, when I came out at the time, I was very, you know, low key. When I finally okay, came so, out, so I was give, like, give me give me a time frame because uh, um, I'm a little I'm, I'm jumping all over. So you know, that's fine. So you came out like a like officially, I guess. What what year? What time frame was that? Oh, shit. You, what 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 year was that? Because uh, this was this was after this was after Minnesota. high school. After Minnesota, after I moved back uh, to Detroit. Um, so we're talking two thousand five, two thousand six, maybe seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. Because what we graduated in what oh three? Yes. So graduation was like oh five. So yeah, like oh six, oh seven. Mm-hmm. So you were. So are we now talking about two different relationships? Because you were in a relation when you first started doing. Drag. I was with that nigga for almost ten years. <laughs> but you're talking about a relationship before that. No, it was him. Oh, okay. The okay. same relationship. <laughs> same motherfucker. <laughs> Got it. Took so, me through hell and back. So, um, so, so is he the one that you came out to, or was he with you when you came out? He was with me when I came out. So, like when I finally made the announcement that you know I was into guys, because I've never said that I I'm gay. People always put that on me. Um, and I love the way um my oldest brother, you know Johnny, always says Tay is Tay. And I love I love that because you can't put me in a box. I still like women. I still like guys. I, I, I've actually come to the realization today. Um, I'm pansexual. I really came to that realization today when I started thinking about like I'm I'm attracted to anything that yeah. you know anybody anything like anyone that loves me or you just, has just stick your dick in it all. Like you just <laughs> you just go for it. Okay. You know what? As far as being um, more conscious, that is a. It, it's great that we have these these labels so that we can identify what 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 this is because you know growing up it's like either you're gay or you're straight and then bisexual like when bisexual <laughs> this sounds bad but I don't want anybody <laughs> to get mad at me like I'm not trying to offend but like when bisexual came, like became a thing like it's I know it's always been a thing but it feel like it it dropped like a <laughs> like an album. it did like, it really did <laughs> it just like came out of nowhere boom oh they bisexual but it also became so much stigma attached to that like it was so wrong oh he bisexual she bisexual but it was still okay for a woman to be bisexual but for a man to actually say that he was uh bisexual it was a 
oh my god it was like the end where he gay you know and it's not yeah, no yeah. he's not gay you know he still can you know go either way and it has no bearings you know and people made it such a big thing for a guy to be bisexual but women could it is what it is you know and i went through kind of that figuring out phase of things but you know it is what it is i guess and i would say specifically in the black community it's it's really tough but you know again as a black man being bisexual i felt was was like the the worst that you could be and i think i think you're right like a woman being bisexual wasn't really a a, a big deal or an issue but i've seen but it wasn't two women kissing yeah i've seen you know white men mm-hmm. as as bisexuals and not not being as a bigger dick a bigger dick <laughs> a bigger <laughs> a bigger deal as um as a black man and mm-hmm. i don't know if you ever watched the show hbo insecure it's a it's a really great show by Issa Rae and um mm-hmm. I really love I really love what they've done. They're coming up on their final season, but they have a a very a very common situation with a, a black woman dating a black man and finding out that either he is bisexual and or has had experiences with a man Other before man. and she just basically is like I don't want anything to do with him. She's <laughs> She's the best friend of Issa, and, and she's she's my Sherry character. Like, I don't know oh. if you do this, but I watch shows, <laughs> and I'm like, this person reminds me of that person, so that yes. person is my blank character. Yes. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that I was think- a lot of things that we've unfolded <laughs> in the first, <laughs> first few. Um, I I mean, I'd like to know when you decided to start stripping. Like that that's that's something. But let's no no. But I- Think about prom. Think about prom. I was giving lap dances at prom. Remember, okay, I actually made money. Okay, listen. I mean, you had a you you know broke pelvis, so you might yes, not remember I mean, a lot. You, you're on medication. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was on medication, and uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna. You're not gonna use this as a chance to solicitate your sexual exploitations <laughs> on this podcast. No, um, uh, yeah. Let's leave mystery. Let's not. Let's never. Let's never talk yeah. about that. Um. And and let's move right on. Let, if you had, I forgot how that game works. Is it kill one? Is it kill one, fuck one, and murder? I think something like that I between think. Cardi, Megan, and Nicki Minaj. One you have to kill. You're trying to you're trying to get me fucking beat up. In these <laughs> oh, shoes, okay. No, if people you're gonna, gonna watch and be like, how dare people you? Beat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> you got to murder one. Yeah, I'll go first if it makes it easier why you think. Uh, but yeah, murder one, kill one. Wait, no, that's the same thing. Murder, marry, and and fuck. So, Ooh. um, <laughs> I, so here's this is. I can be, only pick one. Yeah, you can each? only pick one. They can only fall in the one category. Um, so I'm gonna be honest with you. The one that I'm least attracted to is Megan Estalia. But she's been really? enough as a black woman, so uh, <laughs> wow that that surprises me. Um, I, I I gotta throw her a fuck. Like she's get she gets the fuck. Um, and I would I would kill Nicki Minaj, <laughs> um, <laughs> easy. And I I wouldn't throw her in the river because I know she would float. So I would have to like make sure <laughs> I think this I through because. <laughs> And uh, and I would go with I would marry Cardi. Cardi right now. Uh, not only does he, she does it for me, but I like her music. 
And I like mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. mom version of Cardi B as well. So your turn. See, I'm starting to like the mom version of Nikki. She's more covered up. Um, she's definitely trying to respect her husband as well as her being a mom. So she's not all basically naked. She still shows her body in a way, but she's more covered up. And it's so weird because I just like was on Twitter and kind of came across something from like literally like seven years ago. I was like, damn, her titties were out with pasties and shit. Now she's got green hair, the same poses, everything. And it's like, wow. Um, But see, for me, I'm more attracted to a natural woman. Mm. So Megan the Stallion would definitely be somebody who I would marry because everything on her is natural. Mm hmm. You know, it's not overworked. She's not wearing a bunch of makeup. When she doesn't wear makeup, she's still beautiful. Um, all of them are very attractive in their own ways. But um, I would definitely say I would marry Meg because of those genuine, genuine factors right there. She makes good music too, um, and she can she can freestyle like a motherfucker. Like I think her freestyles are much better than Nikki's. I'm sorry, Barb's. You guys can kill me. I'm gay. Whatever. You're gonna hurt me. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, cause they will find me and they will, they will put notes on my car and on my Facebook and Instagram. Uh, <laughs> but, um, I would definitely probably say, uh, Mary, Mary Meg, kill, <laughs> kill Nikki. <laughs> And I would probably just fuck Cardi. <laughs> I just like I just feel like she got good pussy. I don't know. Why. I just like I just do. It just um, looks like it drips. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, people. Uh, your uh, your controversy current event topic. I talked a little bit about this with my last guest, but I feel like you may have either more to say or maybe just an, a, a unique um, take perspective. So. I'm no longer his name is his name is Robert. I'm gonna call him either Robert or Robbie. Robbie Sylvester Kelly was uh he was found guilty. <laughs> and I'm very happy about this. But what we talked about and, and I'll pose it to you, are you still a Art Kelly fan? I don't fault the man for his music. The man makes great music. His music is legendary. It's gonna live on. You know, um, I know a lot of platforms started dropping his, you know, um, his records and things like that to kind of like, you know, take a stand in a way and just say what, you know, society will and won't take. But um, I think musically has nothing to do with what he's done. Mm -hmm. Now, on the flip side of that, what he's done, like, yeah, throw the motherfucker under the jail, (laughs) you know, (laughs) you just second person to say that i didn't know that was a thing you throw him underneath the jail <laughs> throw him under the motherfucking jail like <laughs> like <laughs> don't let him out yeah what he's done to these women um i remember watching k michelle um really talk about seeing these women and her you know trying to help some of those women but she will never bash or talk about r kelly because r kelly is who presented her with the platform Mm-hmm. She wasn't put in the same predicament as some of those women, but trying to, you know, see what they went through and everything. Like, so she would never speak ill of him, which I, I admire that because there's a certain loyalty in there. But she also still doesn't justify the things that he done. Mm-hmm. So 
I, I again I, as an artist I, I love his music I love his work but as a human being for what he's done and how he's managed to float through life I don't agree with any of it I, I think he got his just dessert <laughs> <laughs> would you would you <laughs> would you rather be, uh, pee on somebody or get peed on <laughs> If you had to choose, <laughs> if I had to choose, yeah. I'm definitely pissing on somebody. You're not pissing <laughs> on me. <laughs> if there was no way out of it, definitely, <laughs> no, I'm not getting peed on. <laughs> I personally am not with the, you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna drop out these little things. I'm not with none of that. Okay, body <laughs> fluids and functions. Um, you can keep that shit to yourself. Is is definitely not okay over this way. Um, and trust me, that is a thing, especially in the, I mean, I know straight people do it too, but it seems like gay white men are all about that, like real big, like taking a shit on them or pissing on them or <laughs> just gross. Oh uh, all right, we got to take a quick break <laughs> and then uh, I'll, we'll be right back with your debate at eight uh, requested question. Uh, we'll be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, we're, we're back. Here's the funny thing. We've been talking, and we have yet to talk about how we met, which oh. is what we'll get to in just a second. And I think that's what we'll ride out the, 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 the episode with. Like, that's how we will ride out into the sun, talking about, oh, um, did we have a name for us? Day and Trey? Did, did, we, did we? Day and Trey, did we yeah. Have, we, yeah. I'm sure the more we talk, the the more, the more stuff come will come out. <laughs> so I've been doing requested debates on Facebook for oh so long, and I just started bringing them to the podcast. And my favorite ones are when people say, hey, Day, can you post this? So um, <laughs> yours is, and again, you can answer it. You can, you know, share your opinion, whatever you want with it. But here's the requested debate. I have a debate for you. If you're single, would you date or fuck someone who lives in your apartment building? Or do you not shit where you sleep? <laughs> Sorry, it just took me to a time in my life. Oh, so, you, so you've been there. Just been I there. have been there. It's a real thing. <laughs> You know what? I should get. I should start getting trophies for the questions that I actually have oh. for my guest. My last guest, again, it was a it was a question, and she was like, "I can relate. This happened to me." So I, I need to get like a, a medal for choosing the right one. So yes. Uh, oh my god! So um, <laughs> I've learned my lesson in life. Um, <laughs> you you don't fuck your neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Please don't. I feel like if they're like living in the same building, if they're a couple doors down, um, it's not a good it's not a good look. Um, just because if things go awry, they still have access to you, or 
if you're not in say like a, a solid if it was just a say if it was just a quick fuck you know um now you're who's that over your house and who's that you know you you know all that bullshit um i've been through it twice in life never going back <laughs> but you didn't learn from the first time <laughs> well i figured it was different because <laughs> the first time they were like literally the the apartment up under me oh which that didn't help and they actually heard me fucking somebody else and then they had like came upstairs and that was a situation um and then i was messing with a neighbor who stayed adjacent to my house um and i was already trying to break that thing off but they were very like scary clingy like scary clingy like almost stalkerish and which is why i kind of was like ooh i got to get out of this but um yeah so they actually got beat up by the person that <laughs> why why is this a thing why are you getting people beat up you didn't get them beat up, but you don't come out and you don't address somebody and walk up on somebody to their vehicle and they tell you back up i don't know you and you still proceed to keep approaching him you deserved everything that you got <laughs> that's like popping up to somebody's house uninvited okay like i don't know if anybody saw like the the status i posted about popping up at my house uninvited mm. that is like the absolute worst thing you can ever fucking do to me mm-hmm. do not show up on my doorstep oh i was just in the neighborhood i don't give two shits who you are <laughs> you better text you better call I mean, typically now I'm pretty much uh, I stay to myself, so doesn't mean anybody's here with me or anything like that. But at the end of the day, I like my peace, I like my privacy, I like my seclusion. When you just pop up, you have completely um, interrupted, violated all of that. You know, mm-hmm. so mm, don't do that. Because if I answer the door, you're most likely getting cussed the fuck out, or you might catch these hands, depending on the mood that I'm in. Like, don't just pop up. I had an ex tell me that they were entitled to just show up at my house. And I'm like, no, you're not. Like, the fuck? Like, you're... No. No, you're not. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but weird. <laughs> that answers... Yeah, that answers that. I think I have demon dick, so I try to keep it to myself. Now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, demon dick Deontay. <laughs> what up? Jesus. So, yeah, let's, let's go back. And and this is weird. This is the first time I'm doing this. We're ending the episode on how I start most of them with uh, how we met uh, slash how we know each other. And I know the meat story happened in Ann Arbor, Ann Arbor Trail. Trail Middle School and mm-hmm. Ann Arbor Trail Magnet Middle School. Ooh, you had to do all of that. <laughs> but I know. I just feel like for the you know. <laughs> Uh, they're gonna go. They're gonna get to the Googler. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Add, add that magnet in there. Um, I don't. Well, well, here's here's the question that I don't know, and then I'll I'll kind of let you take it away as far as what you want to share on mm-hmm. uh, how we met and how we know each other. But um, why did you choose Ann Arbor Trail? Because I was in a relationship with a young lady who was going to Ann Arbor Trail out of our elementary. Our elementary school actually went to sixth grade, but she left in fifth grade to go to 
AAT is what we call it. Uh, AAT, <laughs> sixth, seventh, and eighth. So I literally jumped schools to follow this girl, which we then broke up <laughs> in sixth grade. <laughs> Not only did we break up, we, I, I, I go to the school. Like I, you know, I go through the whole process. I transfer, and she's not at the school. <laughs> she, she, she was, uh, she was still at our old elementary. She eventually transferred. I think, let's say, a couple of weeks later. But that was just an insane. Like, don't follow, don't chase after women or men. Like, no, you know, choose your own thing. Like, what made you choose to go to this middle school? Well, prior to coming there, I was actually going to. Um, Wayne State University um, actually had a um, middle school. So I was actually attending there for sixth and seventh grade. And then I came to AAT, um, eighth grade. Um, my aunt was t- a teacher there, English teacher there. Um, oh, yeah? Who's your aunt? <laughs> nah, you don't remember. Not at all. I, I have the worst uh, memory. She so. was actually my homeroom teacher, which made it bad. Um, Pat Lagan. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you, you passed. <laughs> oh no! I was getting in trouble. She was so hard on me. I remember I got put out. Her, I got put out of uh, whose class was it? Uh, the social studies teacher with the afro. I can't remember any of this stuff. Because I used to tell Shanora like very vulgar things. I didn't like her. <laughs> I I used to hate her actually. Miss Robinson, uh, you talking about Miss Miss Kenya? Miss Miss Robinson? I think that was her name. She used to be my sixth grade teacher, but I don't know if she went on natural until later. And I think she you're probably like referring those... to a mean teacher. She was super nice to me. No, she was nice towards the end, but I was very disrespectful and she hurt me because I was <laughs> I was saying some rude shit to Shinora and I got put out her class and my auntie, I went to her class and she basically made me stay out in the hallway. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was bad. Um, but yeah, so... Um, I experienced tragedy um, in middle school um, where um, a very good friend of mine was murdered sitting next to me. I did not uh, talk for quite some time. Um, And the first person I spoke to was Rachel Faith Gatewood. I just, I love that girl from the first time I saw her. Real shit. But, um, yeah, so it, it, I came there because I needed some type of change of scenery in which we thought would be best for me. Also, at the previous school, um, the reason I actually truly left, um, the guidance counselor tried to sexually assault me. Wow. So, yeah, I didn't realize what was going on until another teacher brought it to my attention who then brought it to my parents attention um so was, was this my, a, 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 you said guidance counselor was this mm-hmm. a man or a woman it was a man wow yeah um i was very suicidal prior to that transfer um just because of all the stuff i was dealing with um and in my grief and kind of that dark space he preyed on me and i didn't realize it mm. nothing happened thankfully but um, I didn't realize what was going on, but he was very touchy feely and very like, oh, uh, you know, it was it mm. was a situation. Um, so that is 
the real reason why I came to AAT. My aunt was like, no, get him out of there. He's coming over here. You know, and she was super, you know, super Christian lady, you know, teaching Bible study, <laughs> stuff like that. So, yeah, that's why I, how I ended up there without getting all do 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 do. I mean, uh, I don't think I've ever told you that part. No, I think I mean, unfortunately that that it happened, but it's it's glad to to be taken out of that situation. Um, mm-hmm. I think so many times we're left to you know fend off our you know our own predators, and we get put in these bad situations where we have to adapt and we have to cope. And um, mm-hmm. I think it's great that you were able to leave and be removed and. Uh, go to a new school for one year. <laughs> one year. Make make a whole bunch of new friends and uh, and enemies. <laughs> and enemies. <laughs> um. So we. So your story is we we I mean we we obviously met in eighth grade, but we yeah. didn't become friends until high school. Is that fair? I would say that's fair. But we will. We were. I think the collective of. That summer leading into um, high school is when we all kind of got close. Because I think my connection to you was through not Tiffany, Tiffany, but Tiffany Simmons. Oh, Mr. Remember, we started. Yes, my sister. You're absolutely right. Now it all comes out. She's been looking pretty thick on some of these. Picture. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna slide her inbox. <laughs> I'm gonna see how she's doing. <laughs> Monica, shoot your ass. Be careful. Nah. She, she. What? 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 My sister law gonna kick your ass. You <laughs> sliding in people's inboxes is not. That's not a crime. No, okay? that is when you say it like that. You should just say, "I'm gonna message her." Hello. No, I'm a. I'm Hello. Messenger, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, She's right, not gonna fine. look at that motherfucking thing like really. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna catch up on things. But like that. yeah, that was uh that was our connection who really pulled us together. It was the Tiffany Simmons where you guys were dating. And, <laughs> and then, dating in middle school is not real dating. It's just it's like, not we go together and you may buy each other something nice and then you hold hands and, and kiss and uh hug ride maybe. ride together at the park. Yeah, we go <laughs> right. on a trip. All right. Then you get, then you get threw up on. <laughs> Thanks, Joyce, you mate. <laughs> you just airing out all types of scars. Okay. <laughs> Happens to the best of us, sir. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, we are, so we're, we're towards the end. Uh, I don't have a question for you. Do you have a question for me? Were you able to come up with anything? Um, we'll see. Ask your question first. We'll see. Let's oh, no, no, I was gonna say that. Um, I mean, if you have a question, great. If not, no big deal. Um, I didn't have a question for you, but I wanted to maybe just kind of speak on our relationship. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I had my, I had my young, he's, he's taller than me, actually, but he's my, he's my younger, older cousin. I say that because he's he's uh this nigga is like a I, I look up like I have to look up to him when when when, when uh when <laughs> I saw him last in Detroit he was he was but the reason why I bring I bring that up is I had an opportunity to have him on the podcast and mm-hmm. I want you and anybody to to feel this is a safe space like it's not like uh 
I feel like you thought I was just going to berate you with questions and like, tell me about this. And then I was going to bring out special guests and like, we have, we have your girlfriend from <laughs> 1996 on the phone. And like, this guy said he fucked you in the ad. Like, I feel like you, oh, really, Jesus. <laughs> you really thought this was <laughs> like some type of like ambush. Um, but when I had, when I had him on, I felt like we were able to like, kind of talk about things that maybe we didn't get a chance to talk about and maybe it was because it was a it was a challenging way to to bring them up he he was someone mm-hmm. that uh i was <laughs> severely worried about when it came to like mental health and just where he was was he making the best decisions so on and so forth so instead mm-hmm. of having a question for you i just wanted to kind of address or maybe um, give flowers to where you are, um, as opposed to where you where you were. Because if if you kind of pick up what what we were just talking about, so we meet in middle school, we don't really become friends until high school, and then pretty much all of high school, we're like BFFs, besties, um, twins. twins <laughs> because I'm three days older, or, <laughs> older than him. Uh, and for whatever reason, we just like let's just be twins, and we start telling people that even though we look nothing fucking like, like there's there's zero similarity. We got our moments, but not like anything that's like ooh. Oh, they look- I'll give you that personality wise. Uh, I'll give you mm-hmm. that because at my wedding, uh, oh, you shit. you were the reception <laughs> MC. MC, and I got so, and, and and there were a lot of white people, but I, I got a lot of like. He reminds me of you and, and, and so on and so forth. So there's there's personality wise, I, I would never default you on that. But like if you, you stood us next to each other, n- not you're gonna be like, really? <laughs> um, Especially now. <laughs> so, so we, to, we, to, we uh we graduated yeah. high school and yes. you Went off to college. Go up, went off to college in Minnesota, and I stayed in in Detroit trying to figure out what it is that I wanted to do. And you really created the olive branch that got me from Detroit to Minnesota. Minnesota. And that, again, I've talked about it on this episode, or I've talked about it on this podcast on probably more than one episode. But that was really, that was really an important coming of age for me. So with with i guess all the craziness our relationship took a turn our friendship took a turn in minnesota um mm-hmm. i think maybe before then we were you know we as- struggled when <laughs> i don't know how long you <laughs> get into this but the initial struggle was the birth of or when romares came into play and I was in my very dark time. <laughs> do you remember this? <laughs> As you sit, <laughs> I sort of do, but like I sort of. I, I remember when I told you you weren't my best friend. Oh yeah, that that. Um... And I was still very much carrying a torch for um, my my deceased friend mm-hmm. at the time, and it wasn't fair because in all actuality, yes, you had been. I put in probably, work. <laughs> <laughs> probably no. Seriously, you. I mean, it wasn't fair, but I was just like, I couldn't relinquish that. I felt like if I let that go, it was defiling his memory, mm-hmm. and I didn't know how to express that in mm-hmm. the proper way at the time. 
Um, so I lashed out and I hurt you. Um, and it wasn't just you. I was hurting everybody left and right at that time. Like there was a lot happening. I remember somebody tried to rob me at that time and I remember putting my head to the gun and just saying, pull it. And the guy ran off because he said I was fucking crazy. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> just talking of, just talk about this shit. It's like taking me like, whoa. No, I, I, but yeah, like we we kind of went through a moment where it was a, a low point. We got back tight after that. Um, but yeah, I think the transition um, when I left Minnesota to do my internship, mm-hmm. Like we had, we had, we started having little beefs while we were in Minnesota. But when I left to do my internship and I never came back, mm-hmm. it's kind of like when everything kind of just went. Yeah, well, it, it, absolutely. For went dark. I, yeah, I, I think you probably you probably touched on the first rip. You know, like the the first tear is me thinking we're best friends, and you like not really. And I experienced that also with Tiffany and. With you specifically, it's two things. Well, it's just two things I'll speak on. One, it's it's yeah. black men relationships. Uh, mm-hmm. I, through this podcast, have identified I don't have, or at this time, did not have any great black men relationships in my life. So, you know, from, from my dad to my brother uh, to you, mm-hmm. there were like... Uh, there, there was always this creating something that I, I think is like is manufacturing uh, a friendship, mm-hmm. and I think that that's very challenging for a young boy. And at the same time, when you don't also have any positive male role models or influences, that also is very damaging because uh, sometimes you don't know how to respond to certain feelings and emotions. So mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. I think you hit the point on that completely. When we got to Minnesota, the issues was, was, was abandonment for me. I have abandoned. I have a band. Is it, is, do you say mm-hmm. that I have a band? I have abandonment issues. That so when people leave me or I identify it as people leaving me, I take it as they don't want to be in my life. And so I don't want to be in their lives. So from, mm-hmm. you know, my dad literally being like, like, like figuratively and literally to I um, see that motherfucker at the corner. He didn't walk past me. <laughs> so like, my brother I was there for that. <laughs> I was there for that day. <laughs> <laughs> like with all those. So, so when you left, that was, that was the signing off of our, of our friendship. Um, then you go from let's let's say you're you're coming out to you know pr- probably the wedding is is the really wedding probably the biggest block of we know each other we're still in each other's life but from afar it, it, but mm-hmm. I think family members mm-hmm. they they experience that too it's you guys don't get together at every reunion you see each other every so often we occasionally send a hey what's up i think there's a few times you came back to visit um we saw each other briefly but it never was what it was and Mm -hmm. it wasn't until literally your wedding um when i feel like things kind of like we we talked we had to have a big talk and i was like whoa i never knew why it was just so 
distant mm-hmm. and I ne- I was like well fuck it he mad I'll be mad too fuck that and I just was <laughs> I can be stubborn uh, <laughs> when I was, and I kind of took the same turn like well fuck it he's not talking to me or he's not reaching out so you know whatever and it went sadly it went years um it did it went it went years so the wedding was kind of like wow like you want me to do what (laughs) (laughs) um i always imagined that when either one of us got married we would be each other's best man and i wasn't the best man that hurt but i understood Mm -hmm. um I was just happy to be a part of that day. Um, just being there would have been enough and having the invite to be there, but actually to MC, um, which opened up <laughs> so much in my in my mind because I mean I, you know, as a drag queen, I've hosted some things and you know, got on the mic and did some <laughs> right, and did right. some shit, but I never really saw myself as like funny or somebody who can work a room. And people have always told me that was like the first time I actually just did it and i remember my one flub uh which was when i called monica's dad her mom <laughs> <laughs> no you but you, i had an amazing time and it was a good it, time you, you you definitely I, own the uh, it, the, the Jesus. moment so it it was definitely uh great to kind of have that coming back together mm-hmm. um at least there's something you know, um, my life is hectic and busy. You, you know, your comedy. You're, you got three kids. Jesus Christ! You know, <laughs> put your dick away. <laughs> you got the vasectomy. Oh, thank God. I'm done. <laughs> I'm so happy about it. But um, no, it's just uh, I, I'm just I'm thrilled that we've kind of got back into you know this space. I wish our relationship and our bond was as strong as it was, um, in our youth. But, you know, again, life takes you different directions and things like that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you're still my brother. Uh, you know, I, I love you dearly. Um, shit, I die for you. Real shit. Um, but it's just it's crazy how life has taken us. But here we are. But definitely, uh, yeah. Oh, I, I appreciate you. I love you. You're my brother. I, I wouldn't die for you. I'm gonna go ahead and make sure that's very clear. <laughs> I mean, I take a bullet. Like, I, 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 push I mean, out of a it, way, but like, I can't be like take second. I'm not saying like, oh, I'm gonna go slit my wrist and lay in a fucking tub. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it like that. I but like you gotta realize, for, um, <laughs> no, but you gotta realize, like for me, friendships are friends are more my family than my own family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I. Any relationship, especially nowadays, I think um, we were talking about this a little bit the other day on like our our friend call. Um, I've gone through so much in my life where I kind of really just hold on to the value of friendship and relationships. Like if I allow you into my space and into my life, you're fucking lucky (laughs) in my eyes. But (laughs) right. But at the end of the day, like, I don't want to let anybody go, you know, so I'll fight to kind of maintain that relationship. But if I see that, you know, you're not willing to get in the ring with me, then that's it, you know. So, again, from the trauma that I faced as a child and growing up through every relationship and, you know, from dating to friendships to just work relationships, meeting people in general, um, I value all of that. So, um, when I say like I would you know die for somebody or put myself 
you gotta realize I, I I was a street kid, so certain things just you know it clicks a certain way. It doesn't mean in a literal sense it might you know bullet or, but if it came to certain things and defending certain things, yeah, definitely. That's just my mentality. So that's all. I, appreciate I guess that. my question for you, I know you're going to, you need to wrap up, but um, fatherhood, what has it taught you? And what, what, what are your takeaways from, from being a father of two biracial boys and a daughter? Like, what do you, what do you, what do you feel? What do you, what do you, what are your fears? Do you have them? Mm, yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> I bury them deep down. <laughs> no, uh, um, so being a father is, is by far the, the greatest thing I've ever done with my life, um, and it's it's a tremendous honor. I I love every part of it, even when I I want to punch my children. And I'm gonna be honest, the the baby she 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 is not expelled from this. Like I she I want to punch a baby sometimes. Um, I think the, the, the fear maybe is Mm -hmm. just like, I'm not, I'm not a parent. That's like, I want, I want my kids to have everything I didn't have. Nope. I don't, I don't, I don't care for that. Um, at all. I know. And I, I do believe in the concept of making things easier, like paving the way, um, Mm -hmm. you know, being able to, to, you know, give them things um in the in the sense of like knowledge and and expression my one of my fears for my children would be to to grow up and have a complete separation of identity um Hmm. i think people who struggle with you know like looking in the mirror and not fully loving themselves or accept accepting themselves um is is just something i i would love to not have my kids go through i think biracial is and here's something that i don't think a lot of people talk about um <laughs> you know as a black man i'm like those babies black you know <laughs> but, <laughs> but i i'm also conscious to the idea that it's how they see themselves and how they view themselves that mm-hmm. is also a huge factor. And I just want to make sure that they understand and or acknowledge and accept that they are both black and white. And mm-hmm. if they want to, you know, go down the linear tree and, and, and learn more about both sides, I'm not going to be like, don't do that. So um, I would love my fear would be for my kids to, to look in the mirror and hate themselves, hate um being mixed why why is my hair this way why is my complexion Uh this way Uh why do you know why are we viewed this way um my my son or daughter they're gay and they don't they they hate like they they're afraid to share that or or come out or talk about it or anything else like I, i just want my kids to be like fuck it i'm this is who i am i'm dope as shit my dad's hilarious and um, be be as comfortable in their skin as as one can be. Um, I think that that answers both the the being biracial and, and the fear. So, great question. Thank you, sir. Yeah, 
No problem. If it ever comes to it, you know, uh, have them read Mariah Carey's book because she really goes deep into I that. I fucking hate Mariah Carey, sir. It's never oh, going to happen. Okay? I love her. But I mean, definitely, I mean, she really talks about that, like you said, like, you know, feeling different because she was, you know, mixed, mm-hmm. you know, biracial. And um, it gets deep and heavy because you I know mean, what? damn, just, you never thought. Just for you, I will. Hey! I will. <laughs> I don't know when if it I ever it. came to it. I'm not saying that no, it would ever. As long as you it. instill that love into them and appreciating who they are, and like you just said, something that just it touched my heart. You know, um, if they come out and be like, "Hey, Dad, I'm I'm gay. I'm pansexual. I'm bisexual. I'm trisexual. Whatever." <laughs> <laughs> as long as they like, and I'm dope as shit. You know, and my dad is like, that's 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 all it is. Like. It shouldn't matter who they love, whatever. Like that's that's dope as shit. So I, yeah, I, I think it's important for us to evolve. You know, I, I was getting it wasn't an argument, but yeah, we we this episode will never. End. <laughs> um, but there was this there was this dude from high school who made a post about interracial marriages. Like that was literally the post, just those two words, and it oh. spawned a hundred something comments. And the the idea of it was what's your thoughts and i get it i get that we live in a very opinionated world that's just how things are but i also feel like we should not be blind to the fact that things need to evolve Mm -hmm. and what i mean by that is the concept of interracial marriage was like uh illegal and against the law and like bad for business you know but like people at one point in time yeah and, and again <laughs> literally it was it, it what 53 years ago a fucking um uh will smith just turned 53 so mm-hmm. if 53 54 years ago um this was against the law and it took a lot of things to happen for us to be like hey let these people be married you know uh gay marriage was like it's a sin and it's a crime <laughs> but then like we're like why like it's because we we were taught this and it it makes us feel safe and comfortable we we don't want to evolve and i bring all that up to say like we've got to be in a new place of if your kids or children whoever they may be somebody's close to you 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 kind of brought up suicidal and I mentioned it on a previous episode and my cousin called me and she she didn't curse me out but for the sake of like the conversation she was like why you put my business out <laughs> and I'm like uh, and, and we had a talk we had a conversation of it about it but I was just glad that we were having a conversation about it mm-hmm. and how that relates to everything I'm trying to say is I feel like we've got to evolve to a point where we are talking about these things and even though they may be uncomfortable or they may be different or we may have looked at them a certain way that we've got to evolve. We've got to be it's OK for, you know, uh, a black love, you know, two black people to get together and and have black babies <clears throat> and keep mm-hmm. that going. But that same love and energy should be spread also to this person found love outside of the race. Get good for you. Get it. Um, mm-hmm. Same thing with, you know, buy and tran and like 
like the the alphabets <laughs> someone says like <laughs> we we should be able to hey, w- what's your pronoun bro okay you want to be them and they cool with me i'm gonna work on it um i sometimes as a as a you know comedian i'm the host and i'm bringing people up i'm still like i still slip up you know mm-hmm. i see mm-hmm. uh i see boobs i'm like she and i see you know bulge i see he but I think we just got to get to a point where we're we're just more acceptant of change and yeah. identity. And I think we should live in a world where whatever the fuck you want to be, be it. Now, I know people will be like, what if I want to be a goat and I identify as this? And I know there's always there's always there are some people, of those. <laughs> there's always going to be that 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 type of thinking and people right. take things and run with right. it. But I think the majority and in, uh, in the way of thinking should be, hey, let's let's self-love and we should have that reflection in the other people so mm-hmm. definitely uh, what what okay so that is it that is the episode anything else Great. you would like to say before uh i uh i i close out no um i'm gonna call my dad and wish him a happy birthday <laughs> after <laughs> this how long have you known your dad? No, I'll just play it. <laughs> I'll be all my life. <laughs> Some people can't you. say the same, nigga. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> no, okay. Tell him happy birthday for me. Uh, but no, uh, I really, I will tell him. Um, yeah, I don't really have much. This has been fulfilling. Thank you for making time. Yes. I hope the experience was uh, not as terrifying as you uh, thought. But I just uh, don't trust your ass. So I was very nervous. Like he gonna ask me from off the wall shit. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I'm mean, here like uh, 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 stuttering and stuff. I was, I was. Who'd you vote Ooh. for? How do you feel about abortions? Like no, I don't know. Just... No, nothing like that. I feel like you were gonna come out with some. I don't know. Some, some shit. I don't know. You gotta stop. You gotta stop living in the past. I, one thing I will <laughs> say is uh, the concept of getting close and being close as we were uh, younger. That, in my mind, can and will never happen. I think that was what it was. What I think we can do, and what I like to pretend the the relationship is as as it, it evolves, is it's it's finding its new place. It's finding this new 36 37 late 30s early like it's finding this new space for uh daylon and deontay to be friends and brother and like letting that grow organically yeah something new um, yeah i don't yeah i don't want to talk about pokemon cards and uh like i'm 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 past that uh but uh, (laughs) yeah no that's it all right, love you, bro. This has been great. This is this has definitely been great. All right, go <laughs> go uh, go strip for money again. <laughs> definitely not gonna happen, but I might start teaching pole dancing classes. <laughs> that I was good money. Pole. Shit. <laughs> All right, bro. I'm gonna be on P Valley next. <laughs> Bye. <I'm out. laughs> Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. <laughs> 